guys. Hey, Patriots, I hope you're having a great day. My name is Melissa, Red Pill of the World. I'm with the Freedom Force Battalion. Today, I did something silly. <laughs> I just posted a question. I said, does anybody have any questions? <laughs> Next thing I know, I got 150 questions on it. I'm going to try my hardest to answer what, you know, and show you why I believe what I believe from scripture. And uh, so it's going to be fun. So buckle up. Here we go. We're going to, we got a lot of ground to cover and you're going to see probably your post on here. If you had a question, I didn't get to answer them all. I'm um, just, there's not a possibility. Maybe we'll do that on another separate video, but yeah, this video would be like several hours long. <laughs> so welcome. If you're new here, this is all of our videos from the past so four years are on freedomforce.live, freedomforce.live. You can go on there and you can see all these videos and you can maybe search a word, a keyword, if there's a question, your question doesn't get answered and likely you can find it on there. Um, so give it a try. Um, but I'll answer as many as I possibly can. But yes, yeah, so I actually... Um, the reason I put this out there is because I, what I'm telling everyone, and this is the truth, is that what we're experiencing is literally biblical, literally, literally, as in the promise of God that he had promised years and years and years ago, 2,500 years ago, even, even more, that one day, one day we would defeat this enemy of ours. It's all throughout the Bible. Once you see it, you can't unsee it, just like all the other truth that we've seen, right? And it's the end of them and the beginning of a thousand years of peace for us. So uh, that's what uh, this book is on Amazon for $2.99. I'm using Amazon to destroy Amazon. <laughs> All right. So yeah, before we do, I want to just make sure that everyone knows that tomorrow, the 1st of November, uh, Tucker Carlson has a very good special coming out on Fox Nation. I put a post on Freedom Force Battalion. If you haven't, if you don't know about that, this is all of our links right here is the Telegram link for Freedom Force Battalion. That's where we primarily post right there on free, on the Telegram. That's our that's where we've landed at our best spot. But check this out. Domestic war on terror is here, is coming after half of the country. The helicopters have left Afghanistan, and now they've landed here at home. And the left is hunting the right, sticking them in Guantanamo Bay for American citizens, leaving them there to rot. We are dealing with an insurgency in the United States. Terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to homeland. I've been told that I'm a white nationalist. Me. FBI, They've begun to fight a new enemy in a new war on terror. Not Al-Qaeda, white supremacy. False flags have happened in this country. One of which may have been January 6th. called Patriot Purge. We're proud of it. Three episodes, we believe, answers the, those unanswered questions from January 6th. That Three. day will affect your life. There's no question. We hope you'll watch it. No. First episode will be out Monday, November 1st, exclusively on Fox Nation. No doubt about it. will affect your life. Three episodes. Three episodes, he was saying, that are, are uh, going to be, uh, that they're going to be airing. So I put a link on Freedom Force Battalion where you can, um, uh, find it where you can link up to uh, Fox Nation so you can watch that. I think it's it's a paid 
channel. So five dollars, you can you know get get on there for a month if you want to keep it fine. If you don't want to, you know, you just have, at least have it for that one one month. Um, yeah, I think it's ninety nine cents actually for the first month. But anyway, um, yeah, so interesting. They use the word false flag. I'm sure people will be like, what is that word? Have no idea that that's when our own government actually is attacking its own citizens and and the mainstream media is in on it. So to hide uh, the the truth about what's going on um, because they're criminals. It's just as simple as that. And uh, false flag, like this is a flag. Oh, like basically as if this is the Trump, uh, uh, the Trump followers flag of doing this when it was really the FBI. And I bet he's going to get down to it. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, definitely uh, share this with people. So uh, it's time for that that truth to come out. Wouldn't that be terrific? I'm telling you, that would wake up so many people. And especially, especially, you know, our Black brothers and sisters, you know, who've already, you know, they've had their movements hijacked for years. And so then they'll realize, you know, many of them already do realize that they that they've been hijacking what we've been trying to do. But uh, we need to all come together. And if we all realize that they're our enemy, oh wow, <laughs> Katie, bar the door. All right, so yeah, I love this. Dan Scavino posted this. Please welcome the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. President Trump post, uh, uh, um, was just on uh, Ari, somebody or another. Again, I posted it on the Freedom Force Battalion Telegram. But anyway, he was saying, you'll be very happy. So, <laughs> you I know. I'm just like, okay, when am I going to be very happy? I'm ready to be very, very happy, as in no more of this baloney. But yeah, so that was uh, really a beautiful post. Thank you for Dan Scavino. He's always doing such a great job sharing uh, information that helps us to be encouraged. All right, so I think we're ready. Yeah, here we go. Y'all ready? Are you ready? All right. So here's first one from Sharon. Um, she asked, was Jesus really married to Mary Magdalene? I threw that one in there because that one's a fairly, in my opinion, a fairly easy one. You know, there's no evidence in the Bible, uh, in the word of God that that he that Jesus was ever married. You know, and 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 if it was, if he was, then there would be no reason not to put it in there. That, that wouldn't be any problem, but there's nothing in the Bible that does that. So, you know, my thing is, I don't, I just, I'm very skeptical of anything that's not in the Bible, anything, you know, and the Bible says, oh, for example, and I'm going to get to this on the other books, but, oh, go and look in the book of Jasher or whatever. If there's something that's outside of the Bible, I'm very, very skeptical, you know, and, but there are historical books. And there are there are you know b- b- uh, books of the Bible that are are shown to be authentic and inerrant, uh, inspired from the Word of God. Okay, uh, the the Word of God. Now, could could they have messed with it and taken out books or whatever? Possibly. I'm not saying that they haven't done that, but there was not. There's nothing that I have seen that gives me any reason to believe that he was married to Magdalene, Mary Magdalene. You know, she was there as a, as a helper. Um, You know, if anyone has any, you know, anything that has uh, evidence 
not just hearsay or not just, oh, well, there's a picture, you know, on the, on the last supper. That's just, a, that's just a, an, you know, a, 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 an artist's rendition. That doesn't, that's not anything I can show as evidence. I'm always looking for evidence. I have not seen any evidence. Okay. I've got hearsay. I've got maybe, maybe a book that someone says, oh, well, this is an ancient text. I, you know, I'm very skeptical of a lot of these things. And actually that, that may be my next one. Now, somewhere in here, I've talked about these, these, these other books where someone asked about other books of the Bible. Again, be very, very skeptical. Look, you know, the Bible says uh, uh, for us to, uh, to uh, uh, examine all things and hold fast to what is true. Be very, uh, you know, examine it, research it, look and pray over it and, and, and study, as it says in 1 Timothy 2, 14, I think it is, study to show yourself an approved workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing and rightly explaining, rightly understanding the word of truth so that we can stand on this and not be led around by this person says this and that person says that, but where we have a reason uh, study to, to show that you have a reason for the hope that is in you. That's in the scriptures also, you know, to, so that you know, everything that I talk about, and you'll see this today, this is typical of what I do on freedomforce.live. I say, this is what I, you know, what I believe, and this is why. And I don't just go pull out one verse here or one verse there. I, I, I'll read giant swaths and, you know, like I said, 500 videos of it. So, Let's just study. And the thing is, most of us, you know, most people, to be honest, in our day, as much information as we have out there, I don't think that a lot of people have really spent the time to really read and study the word of God. So they, that's why a lot of us are easily duped. Okay. All right. So next one, Kia, I don't know how to say your name, darling, Fennel. <laughs> Kila, Kila. Anyway, um, are we in Armageddon or Gog and Magog battle right now? I've read Obama is Gog. Obama is just a player. <laughs> he's just a puppet. He's nobody. He's, he's, he's just a, a, a little minion that they trained to, to be able to be a spokesperson. And they They've lifted him up to be something that he's just a, he's, he's nobody. Um, but um, so the, there are two battles it talks about in the book of Revelation. I'm glad you asked this question because a lot of people don't realize that there's another battle after the 1000 years of peace on earth, after the millennial kingdom of Christ. And so that's a very, very good point. And I go into it in this video right here um, on this page right here. When you, when you go to freedomforce.live and you click on four minute video on end times and excerpts, you will see this video right here, the wonderful truth about end times. It's a very uh, clearly short video, just a little four minute video. But on that, I show the, um, the, 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 uh, the, the way it's arranged. And basically after the 1000 years of peace, then we have, okay, first of all, we have the Armageddon battle, which is what we're in right now. We're in the battle to destroy the beast, which is the cabal. The New World Order cabal is the beast. That is the Antichrist. We are destroying them now. And the, and the false prophet, they work together and they will be cast out. That's in Revelation chapter 19. I go into all this in the book and they will be cast out and they will never come back again, ever, ever. Now, Satan is allowed out after a, for a little while. This is in Revelation chapter 20, that he's allowed out for a little while to deceive. And that's the battle of Gog and Magog. Okay. So um, it says that they won't, he won't be able to deceive the nations for a thousand years. 
Love that. Love that. We're starting already going to feel it in a sense that because we're already seeing that we're not as easily duped. We can see through, oh, fed, fed, fed. You know, we're always uh, finding, oh, that's a lie. That's a lie. We're already uh, having God's spirit help us to piece this together. So we're already sensing it. Not that the whole of the earth is, but uh, it does say that the whole earth, um, that, you know, that nation won't rise against nation, that you won't have to tell your neighbors to know the Lord. They'll all know him from the least to the greatest. It talks about all these you know, this millennial kingdom is going to be health and wealth. And I talk about that a lot, but, you know, we're going to have beautiful days where there's no deception, but we're in Armageddon right now. And then after the 1000 years of peace, then there's going to be the Gog and Magog. And after the Gog and Magog battle is when we get the new bodies, the new heaven, the new earth, all of that happens at the same time. So this actually, this goes along with another one of the questions. Oh, this very question, this question from Karen Williams. Um, she was saying, you know, you speak about the thousand years of peace, but when do you believe the rapture will take place? So that's what after the 1000 years, after the 1000 years, because at that point, we, um, these three passages that go together, one is in first Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and the dead in Christ will rise first. And we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we will always be with the Lord. That is, uh, one of the passages talking about rapture and that we will, we will all be to get caught up together together where we will all get the, the new bodies and the uh, at the same time the dead will get the new bodies we will get everybody will get the new bodies that will never die again death is finally conquered and that is after the gog and magog battle okay imagine that that's just going to be quite something but it's basically and it says um the other passage is revelation 20 uh i think i think right in 21 whatever that heaven uh, comes down and, and and joins with earth there's a there's a they we join together uh there's a there's a merging of heaven and earth because there's no more death no more sorrow no more crying how great is that and it's also in first corinthians 15 51 and 52 um behold i tell you a mystery we will not all sleep we will not all die uh we will but we will all be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye um, so this is this is that that moment of, of rapture, that moment when we will all in a twinkling of an eye be changed to be incorruptible and no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. So that is um, that is really what the rapture is, because uh, unfortunately, <laughs> what they told us is not true. And it really doesn't hold water. It doesn't hold up to scrutiny when you start looking at it we're like, well, that doesn't fit and that doesn't fit. They, they go up to heaven, then we come back down and it doesn't fit. So what really, truly only fits is that we're in this battle of Armageddon. Of course, they did not want us to know that. They didn't want us to know that we were going to fight the beast because then people would be looking to identify the beast and they couldn't have that. So they they, they got us all confused and looking at how we're going to escape and leave out of here. But re the reality is we're not leaving. We're fighting this beast and we're going to cast them out just as it says in Revelation 19. But here's another place where you can go on freedomforce.live and you can search the word. I searched the word rapture. And those are the verse uh, the videos that came up where I, I break it down, where we misled. Um, I did that one long, long ago. That, oh, that's the, that's the timeline I was telling you. Tribulation, then Great Awakening, which we've experienced, uh, Armageddon battle, which is happening now, then the millennial reign of Christ for a thousand years. That's where we're headed into. As Q has also told us, beautiful days of health and wealth and healing um, and, and, uh, and unity. And then the Gog and Magog battle, and then the new heaven, the new earth, and the new bodies. All right, so there's that. Um, so hopefully that is a, a quick, short, 
quick answer, but if you want to know more, you can go on to see those other videos. Uh, okay, there's the one about the, the missing books of the Bible. Again, being very, very careful. Now, I do believe that there are many books that are very good historical books that we can gain a lot of insight from. I love the book of Jasher as the as uh, the book of uh, the Bible actually says for us to go read. It says for us to go read the book of Jasher. Um, I, I love the book of Jubilees. I love these ancient texts and you can get a lot of information from them. You've got to be very, very, very careful that um, that you that these books are um, um, are authentic. And some of these people who have talked about hundreds of books, I'm very, very extremely skeptical of them. And so this is the thing. If something is going to, if it contradicts the word of God, if it con contradicts Genesis through Revelation, toss it toss it. There's a lot of, anybody in the world could come up with a book and say, oh, this is a, this is a, this is part of the Bible. They took this out of the Bible. And this is the, this is the real hidden truth. They've been doing that for years and years and years and thousands of years. So don't be duped by that. It has to match with the, um, with scripture. And it can, it could give you maybe more information, more clarity, but if it contradicts the, the books of the Bible, then toss it. And again, the only way you're going to know that is if you know the word of God, if you know Genesis through Revelation. And so that's why it's so important for us to spend our time listening to that so we won't be duped. And you really can't, you know, there's some people who are like, oh, well, I'm not really into the Bible part about it, but it's all works together as as Q has mentioned many times, this is the biblical times and it all works together. And this keeps us from getting, um, goodness gracious, so many things. It keeps us from getting discouraged. It keeps us from, you know, hiding under the bed. It helps us to know that the Lord is in control. This is his battle of Armageddon. This is, he is, <laughs> we're going to win. It keeps you from just uh, being at all discouraged about anything. And you know, to trust the plan because you know, this is the Lord's plan. Ultimately, as Q has, has quoted uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper for you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. So yeah, so this is very exciting uh, that it's biblical, but you've got to know the Bible <laughs> to know what it means by biblical. And so that's why I'm so glad that we're here on the Freedom Force Battalion. So, all right, let's keep going. Um, where are we in the Revelation timeline right now? Okay, so I talk about this in the book right here, uh, End Times in a Thousand Years of Peace. Again, you can get it for $2.99. You can get the paperback for $7.99. You can actually share it with a friend here so easily if they're like, they want to know what the, what the truth is about the Bible in a very, very simple, simple way. And it, actually, this is something new. I finally got working this where you can go right here and you can click on my name and my picture and you'll see all the, the books. I don't know if you know this, but we actually have the book now in um, Spanish and in German. Thank you so much to Lena and Daisy and, um, and Natalie so much. Thank you so much. And then there's this, this is a book I wrote years ago because I wanted to have something that is easy to share to, uh, as, a, as, a, as a missionary. So for $2. All right. So but back to what I was trying to answer the question. What was I trying to answer? <laughs> okay. But the timeline. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The timeline. All right. So on the timeline, it's not really a timeline. Revelation is not written as a timeline, so to speak. It's, a, it's, it's about a it, it really is more talking, helping us understand who are the players. Um, so you don't really sit there and go, oh, well, we're at Revelation 8 now. So we're halfway through the battle. It's not written that way. Each chapter is ex really more explaining to you who are the players in this battle. Um, it, it tells you who is the harlot. 
it, you know, for example, you know, that's just one example. Um, whereas the, where the harlot is, are those who will do anything for money and fame and power. So this is exactly what we've experienced. We've seen that people will, you know, you're like, why do these doctors, why are they doing this? Why are they willing to do this, you know, have this shot and all because they want to be a part of this and team and they don't have the fortitude, uh, the courage to stand up and go, no, right. Some of them have, but not, you know, not a lot. Right. So they are part, they're part of the harlot. They're just willing to, or mainstream media, they're willing to do anything or say anything so that they can be part of this little club. Bad, bad, bad choice. All right. So, so that's just really the, the thing to know on, on the timeline. We just know where we're headed, like in Revelation 19, where it says the beast and the false prophet were cast into the abyss. So, you know, I, I can't tell you exactly the timeline, except, except to say, and uh, let me go back to, when you go back to Freedom Force, uh, dot live and you scroll all the way down you'll see that this is part of the timeline this is a uh the sign of the of the son of man that the lord put in the heavens for us it happened september 23rd 2017 so we know this is the alarm clock basically that tells us this is the beginning of the battle of armageddon okay and so you know, some people think it lasts it three and a half years. Some people think it lasts seven. Well, the reality is we're past three and a half years on it. So, you know, a lot of those, the, the, some of this thing is like seven years, whatever. That's from a very complex passage. I'm not going to go into it. I do have it on, uh, I do have videos on that on freedomforce.live, but you know, and it, there's also the passage that says that those, uh, that the days will be shortened or no flesh would have, would, would, would last. And we can see how that would be because these people would continue to pull out some kind of continual um, evil plot, evil pandemic, evil bioweapon or whatever, uh, evil who knows what, this chemtrail that makes you sick to the point to kill off humanity because we clearly know that's what they they want. Okay. And so the Lord says that 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 these times will be cut short. Uh, otherwise no one would live to live through it okay so we are in the middle of armageddon and whether it lasts you know another i don't know how long you know all i know is we're starting to see more and more come out like with the durham uh investigation and um we'll see we will see how much longer until this whole thing gets wrapped up but uh you know that's just it's 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 uh he doesn't exactly tell us just like on the board, on the cue board, we don't have all the details of exactly what it is because we don't want the bad guys to know. Okay. So he gives us just enough information without giving us too much that would, would put us in, in danger. All right. Now this one is a good question from PR. And I've just, this is more of a, a missionary question. I just love this question. I wanted to make sure you guys heard that as a parent, a special needs adult child who has listened to the Bible, who we pray, and he knows Jesus died for him and loves him and dwells in his heart. My question is about his salvation. He's not been baptized. I guess my question is for those that are special needs or mentally impaired, what about their salvation? I'm so glad to tell you that this, the Lord is not concerned about someone's mental capacity. <laughs> Yay for all of us, right? Thank you, Lord, that this is not a test where we have to make an A plus 100 or passing score to get into heaven. As you just clearly said, PR, the Lord loves us. You know, when he died on the cross, he wasn't dying for the people who were, who had all their mental faculties, because I don't know, <laughs> none of us would make it, right? So the great news is 
um, that that what you just said that he uh, you know he's the Lord loves him and dwells in his heart dwells in his heart that's where I want us to focus um, and that is okay the first thing I want you to see is in First Samuel sixteen this is when um, David was being chosen, selected to be the king. And uh, he was being selected amongst all of his brothers. And um, one of my favorite verses there, it says, because they were saying, oh, I'm sure you'll pick the older one or the tall one or the whatever one. And uh, the Lord uh, said uh, through Samuel, people judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So that really makes it simple, really. The Lord makes it very, very simple for us. You know, it's, and we can't fudge. Oh, I went to church all my life or, oh, I gave so much money or, oh, I did this or I did that or the other. You know what? None of that matters. None of that matters. What matters is your heart. The Lord's looking at your heart. Can't fake that. Maybe you can fake it to other people. We can't fake it before the Lord. Can't fake it before the Lord. That's why it is on on incumbent upon all of us to get right with the Lord and no playing. You can't fool him, right? And so that's really what it boils down to. With no matter what our mental capacity or our financial capacity or our whatever capacity, we have to get right with the Lord. And it's time to turn to him and really be serious and seriously return to him and seriously uh, submit to him and surrender to him and repent. If there's anything in our lives that we know is, is not connect uh, right with him. And let me just tell you something that I've been telling the kids for years and years and years. The enemy does not. He doesn't need to get you on 10 things or even five, just one. What is that one thing that you refuse to surrender to the Lord? What is that one thing you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm following Jesus, except for on this one thing. That's your idol. That's your, that's what you worship. And you just got to get rid of it. Throw it. It's not worth it. And I'll tell you, once you throw it, you'll be so glad. You'll be like, why was I so dumb? Why did I do that? Why did I hold on to that stupid thing? That was nothing. And then you'll have this, this joy and this peace will flood your soul and you'll have be strong as a lion and, and, and brave and courageous as a lion. Okay. So this is uh, the passage in Romans chapter two, where I love that Paul is doing this very thing. Now I'll tell you, Paul was such a smarty act. He, and he even said this at one place. He says, I know more than anybody. <laughs> Basically he's like, if anybody is going to stand before God based upon their mental capacity or their, their, their lineage or any of this claim to fame, that'd be me. I can do that. He said, but the, none of that matters. He says, I throw all that away, all that away in the, just the dung heap, the trash pile, the, 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 the poo place. He says, um, uh, look at this in verse in chapter two. He says, um, where'd I put it? Ah, got moved down here for merely listening to the law, listening to the Bible, listening to Melly or whatever. doesn't make us right with God. It is obeying the law that makes us right in his sight. You're like, what, why is that, Melissa? Because I thought we're saved by faith. We're saved by faith in the works of Christ. Yes, yes, your works and my works will not hold up to scrutiny before God because we've all sinned and there's punishment for sin. But we, and we stand in Christ because his works get placed on our account as if we did everything he did all the time. No bad things, only good things every minute of the day for the, all of our lives. And we get this, his A plus 100 paper. That is salvation. That is, um, what do you call it? Um, um, substitutionary atonement. He died the death that we deserved. He lived the life that we could not live. Okay. Okay. But, but the reality is the Lord is looking at our lives to see 
do we truly believe? Are we just faking it? Like I said before, can't fool him. Can't fool him. It's obeying the law. It's obeying him. It's it's surrendering him to him, uh, repenting of sin and, and really following him from the heart that makes us right in his sight. Not judicially, but this is what proves that you truly love him. He says that um, it's a, a, a faith by works. Faith without works is dead. You can say you have faith all day long, but if you don't have the the proof in the pudding, if you don't have, if I don't have the, the reality in my life that I'm obeying him and following him, it's just a bunch of hooey. Okay. So that's what he's saying when you, but when you do, when you are following him with your heart, then, then you, that's what it makes this right in his sight, because you truly do believe if you truly believe in him, you will, you will obey him. He said that. And, and it says his commandments are not burdensome. I think this is in First uh, John. His, his, you know, because we realize even though difficult things happen when we stand up for what's right, we get his smile, we get his wink, and so everything we're we're fine with it. It's you know it, it's worth it, definitely, definitely worth it compared to the, you know, just how bad you feel if you didn't do if you knew the thing to do and you didn't do it, and just that guilt, that regret, it's not worth it. Throw it, forget it, don't even play. Okay. Anyway, verse fourteen says even Gentiles, someone who doesn't even have the Bible, maybe they don't have the mental capacity to understand the Bible, okay? Even those people who do not have God's written law, maybe they don't have been able to read the Bible, maybe they can't read, okay? They show that they know his law, (coughs) excuse me, when they instinctively obey it, even without having heard it. When they instinctively, they're doing it from the heart, that's the key. Okay, I hope that's helpful. I took a little more time on that one because that one's just so important, Uh, you know, and and that's what we can't fool the Lord. It's, you know, we can't fool. We can fool people. We can't fool the Lord. He knows where our heart is. All right. And, And the reality is he is the one who's worked in us to change our hearts. He knows it all. <laughs> Talk about knowing it all. That's him. All right. So um, here's another one. He, uh, are we really in control? This is from Gary. If so, are we, the Alliance, the ones responsible for all the bad stuff happening? I mean, we must be if we are truly in control. That is a very co- good point, Gary. Huh? If the deep state is already taken out, then why are we having so much trouble doing what needs to be done? So much of this doesn't add up. Why all the clones and the body devils? Why all the theatrics? What in the world could this reveal to us as truth that's going to be make the they could, I'm sorry, what in the world could they reveal to us as truth that's going to make the impact they say it will that will cause suicides and rioting? I mean, I repeat, something doesn't make sense. Okay, so I agree. I agree, Gary. I'm, I really, you don't, y'all know me. For those of you who've been on the Freedom Force Battalion, and you know, I really don't talk about clones and body doubles and all that. I think there's so much of this that is misinformation. And even Q said at one point, said misinformation is necessary. You know, there's, we're in war. We're in a war. This is an Armageddon. This is the Battle of Armageddon. There are things that are going to come out that we that we don't understand. Why the thing doesn't make sense? What exactly is the deal with Biden? It just it doesn't make sense. This is war. This is not pretend war. This is real war. This is a real spiritual war. We're we're taking down. <laughs> we're taking down Satan, all of his satanic minions, and the beast and the false prophet. 
it would it, it, it shouldn't add up always. Okay. And I, I just think that I'm very skeptical about a lot of these things. I'm, I'm just skeptical. I'm not saying it's not true or what I just, I don't have enough evidence. Again, I go back to the same thing about in the Bible. When there's something that I know is true, I will stand on it and I don't care who comes against me. But if there's something that is like, mm, I just don't have really clear evidence. I just can't. I just have to, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to have to sit and wait. Okay. So that's where I'm, I'm just a little, you know, I keep hearing, oh, this has happened to this person. Oh, this person is dead. Well, we'll see. We'll see what, what actually comes finally out because some of this is disinformation and some of these people, some may be, okay. As I've talked about before, some are deceived, some are deceivers. And I, it's so hard to know which the Lord even told us. He says, don't really do a final judgment before the time because the Lord will come and reveal all of this to us. He will explain all this to us at the time, at the end uh, of the battle, basically is what he's saying. So um, yeah, just be real careful um, and just, just let it, let some of that, let some of that go. All right. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know what the, the, the truth is that will, that will, um, that will cause this end of this. And we don't know. That we can speculate, just like we were saying that, that that January 6th evidence right there coming out, they don't want that to come out, that they do false flags, that our, our own government comes out against us. That could be it. It could be this whole, likely the Durham D-class, some of that more leaking out until it just becomes this mountain of evidence and understanding for people, you know, um, you know, the, the fact that of truth social, when that, when we have, we are then going to have control over truth being able to get out there. They have suppressed the truth in unrighteousness. They've kept this, this truth down, you know, when that finally comes out and they can't stop it, that again, you know, could cause all of these things, you know, them to just say they're, they're giving up. We'll just stay tuned. That's all I know to tell you is stay tuned. All right. What about uh, Angela asks, what about marriages in heaven? I'm just wondering because I've told I've been told that you won't that you won't. I think you may won't be with your husband in heaven and we will be spiritual like angels. I've also been told I will know my family, husband and children, friends, but my husband and I won't be a married couple. OK, so let me just take you to the verse where the Lord Jesus said this. There there were trying to, to trap Jesus in a question. They're always were doing this. They were always trying to trap Jesus and get him in, to, in a tangle and where he wouldn't be able to figure out how to answer these questions. Well, they could never trap him. It was funny. <laughs> they finally gave up the, 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 the lawyers and the, and the, 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 the political leaders and the priests and the religious leaders and all that, the people who were in power, they would always try to trap him. But here's where Jesus responded. He says, your mistake is that you don't know the scriptures and you don't know the power of God. For when the dead rise, again, just as I was saying before, when we finally get our new bodies at this rapture, after the thousand years of peace, we get this with a new body, no, no death, no sorrow, no crying, heaven and earth merge, you know, all that at that, at that time, uh, they will neither marry nor be given in marriage. In this respect, they will be like the angels in heaven. And I know it's like, wait, I want to be with my husband, whatever. And I understand that we just, we, it's hard for us to even visualize or imagine what that day is going to be like. And it does say, the Bible says that we will know, even as we are known, there will be such a unity. Uh, and we're going to get a taste of that during the millennial kingdom. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's, 
it's just going to be a different, a different, um, a different, what's the word? A different arrangement, <laughs> a different setup. Heaven is just different <laughs> from what we've experienced on earth. And so that we won't, uh, it just won't be the same. He, that's what the Lord Jesus said. Neither marry nor be given in marriage. In this respect, be like the angels in heaven. That's what the Lord Jesus told us was going to happen. But that's a thousand years from now. So just don't worry about that. All right. Then uh, D- uh, Delia, uh, Delia, I'm not sure how to say your name, um, said, I'm interested in the book of Revelations. What do you think about the beast with the head wound who was brought back to life? I go into this again in the book. Um uh, end times and a thousand years of peace. I go into this very thing. Um, this, this, um, this is actually from chapter 13 of revelation. I saw that one of the heads of the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marveled at the miracle and gave allegiance to the beast. They worshiped the dragon for giving the beast such power. And they also worshiped the beast who is as great as this beast. They exclaimed who is able to fight against him. Okay. So this dragon is Satan. Okay. So it's all simple. It's not really a dragon. Something like, oh, well, you're saying the revelation is not literal. There's symbolism. The dragon, it's not a physical dragon. Okay. <laughs> it's not a physical dragon. Not happening. So the dragon is, it represents Satan and he's given power to this beast, which is the cabal, the new world order cabal. And so what they're, they're, they had, uh, they were wounded and you would seem think, to think at beyond recovery. Well, I, I truly do believe that that was, from, was after World War II that, uh, you know, I could be wrong, but I really do think that that's the case because you would think, oh, well, we, we destroyed them. We had the whole world, a world war to go in and destroy this, these Nazis. And as, as we know, New World Order, it's really Nazi World Order. OK, so you, we're like, oh, we're, we're, we're destroying this evil satanic regime because the whole world has come out to fight against this beast, against this new against this Nazi World Order. They got away scot-free. They got away scot-free. They got away. You know, maybe a few people were, were killed. I don't think, probably once we, the truth comes out, probably none of them, they all probably got, got away. And we know that from Operation Paperclip, you looked at that, look, look that up either on my channel or just do a search of it. Operation Paperclip is where so many of these Nazi scientists were brought over to America and all around the world to, to, run, uh, to run the deep state, to run the CDC, to run the WHO, to run the, uh, you know, all these different things. The, the NASA and all of it, and that to, to, to lie to the people. And in order for them, ra- rather than them being crushed, and they looks like they would be wounded beyond recovery, they proliferated like a dandelion just plah, all over the world. Um, so they're saying, well, you know, they're all over the world now. They're infiltrated into everything. This is what's so shocking that we're able to defeat them. But this is what the Lord said we'll be able to defeat them. And they're literally everywhere everywhere anyone who's been willing to to do anything for a buck they're everywhere and again some of them are deceivers some are are deceived okay so i hope that i hope that's helpful but yeah that your question was 
Uh, that that's who I, yeah brought back to life brought back to life basically after the world war ii and now they've just proliferated the nazi world order all over the world okay so then the next one from jay slice doesn't the bible say that at the battle of armageddon the blood will be so deep it will reach the horse's bridles when will this be seen if we are in the battle right now okay again this is from uh, revelation chapter 14 so much of this is symbolism so the angel swung his sickle over the earth and loaded the grapes into the great wine press of god's wrath so as you say it's not going to be a uh, a physical sickle it's not going to be physical grapes and 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 there's not big a big wine press we're going to see where the angels are squashing this down that's not it's it's what this is is symbolism the grapes of wrath that these um who've done such evil as we clearly know that all of their satanic sacrifices all their trafficking of children and all their evil that uh, that they've used to control the earth through blackmail and bribery and all that, they will be terribly punished for what they have done against humanity. And these treasonous crimes, you know, bioweapons and all of that. Um, the grapes were trampled in the wine press outside the city and the blood flowed from the wine press in a stream about 180 miles long and as high as a horse's bridle. So that's really talking about um, the, the, there's just there's a bloodbath. It's not a physical bath of blood. It's that they are going to be destroyed. They're going to be punished. They're going to be the off-scouring of the earth. They're going to be revealed that they were, uh, instead of being uh, the, you know, the leaders are, you know, trusted and, and respected leaders, they were our enemies and they will be punished and they will never be able to, you know, it's just going to be so many, so many people and just be, just buckle up because it's probably going to be people that you even now to this day trust. OK, and we're all going to have to come to grips with these people worked in lockstep against us. And so that's really the, what the blood is. It's not about. It's not about <laughs> it's talking about the whore up to a horse's bridle. It's going to be so just the picture, the symbolism. It's just so many people will be will be judged for their crimes against humanity. OK, I hope that helps. That's Revelation chapter 14. All right. So this one, sorry, it's on the side, but someone this is where they shared it with me. So that's or on the on the the. Telegram uh, chat. So do not say a conspiracy concerning all that this people call a conspiracy. Okay, so what is that about? All right. So remember, um, I've got to give you some history. So when you go into Isaiah 8, this is Isaiah 8, and you read these passages, you have to make sure that you... Um, that you have that you know the history of what you're reading. You can't just go in and start reading and not realize, well, what, what is this whole passage talking about? Okay. So basically, chapter eight of Revelation, I'm sorry, of Isaiah is talking about when when the Israelites, the northern tribes, do you see in this purple line, they lived all in this purple area right here. This just this this area of Israel the northern tribes of Israel, they were taken captive into Assyria by the Assyrians. They were taken captive. They were taken out of their land, their homeland, and they were taken. These are our forefathers, to be honest. Many of our great, 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 whatever, grandparents. They were taken to this area, the Tigris River, you know, right here. They were, they were taken back, you know, had to leave their homeland and become um, basically slaves. All right. So it's like, well, why? Why would the Lord have that happen? Well, the problem is these people, these, our forefathers ended up doing the same evil that the, that the Canaanites had done. Remember how the Lord said to clean out all of Canaan, clean it out. They did not do that. We have to do it now. We have to, we have to do it now. Or this, this, 
evil will fester. Just like if you have a disease, if you have a, 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 a an infection, you have got to root it out and cast it out. You've got to get rid of it because it will reinfect your whole body. Okay. Um, I've heard of people, you know, who've had, um, you know, infections and then it goes into the bloodstream and then the whole body is infected. Okay. So this is what they should have done when they went into the land of Canaan. The Lord's here, I'm giving you this land, but you're going to have to clean out the evil from it. The people who worship Satan, who do these sacrifices, these satanic sacrifices, and he, they didn't do it. And then they, they started to participate in the same practices. And the Lord could not have his people doing that. And he's ever since, this has been like 2,500 years ago, they were scattered. The Lord said in his word that he was going to scatter them. They were going to have to be sent out and they would not be able to, um, to stay in their land. And so this is what it's talking about in this, this passage of Isaiah chapter eight, the coming Assyrian invasion. The Lord said to me, make a large signboard and clearly write this name on it. My hair shalal hashbaz. I asked Uriah the priest and Zechariah, the son of Jeberekiah, both known as honest men to witness my doing this. And then I slept with my wife and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And the Lord called him my hair shalal hashbaz for before the child is old enough to say papa or mama the king of assyria will come will carry away both the abundance of damascus and the riches of samaria that's what it's doing he says it, it before this child is grown this is going to happen this is going to happen this is and and why because the lord had to punish had to chasten because we can't allow this to happen in his own family okay the Lord spoke to me again, saying, my care for the people of Judah is like the gentle flowing waters of Shiloh, but they have rejected it. They're rejoicing of what will happen over what will happen to King Rezin and King Pekah. Therefore, the Lord will overwhelm them with a mighty flood from the Euphrates River, the king of Assyria and all his glory. That this song about the king of Assyria from the Euphrates is going to flood down here and wash them away out of their town, out of their hometowns and into into this uh, Assyria area. This flood will overflow all its channels and sweep into the Judah until it's chin deep. It's It will spread its wings, submerging your land from one end to the other, O Emmanuel. Huddle together, you nations, and be terrified. Listen, all you distant lands. Prepare for battle, but you will be crushed. Yes, prepare for battle, but you will be crushed. Doesn't matter. You can fight, but you're going to leave your homeland because you've involved yourself with all these satanic sacrifices. So it's just, that's, the, that's what the Lord had to do. That's what he did. Call your councils of war. They will be worthless. Develop your strategies. They will not succeed for God is with us. The Lord has given me a strong warning not to think like everyone else does. He says, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. Don't live in dread of what frightens them. Make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. He is the one you should fear. He is the one who should make you tremble. He will keep you safe. But to Israel and Judah, he will be a stone that makes people stumble, a rock that makes them fall. For the people of, this, of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. The Lord is going to punish that is what he was saying. The Lord was going to punish them for their evil that they had been participating in. He told them, if you don't clean it out, you're going to start participating. And sure as the world, that's exactly what happened. And he had to clean it out. He had to punish it. There was no other, no two ways about it. In order for his people, for this to be purged, this desire for evil to be purged out of us. And thank God now we are, as humanity, we are Re recoil at this and and the the evildoers had to go 
underground. They can't come out and say what they do, you know, because people will be like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, and that's what we're doing. We're all rising up against them. So what does he mean? Don't call everything a conspiracy like they do. Basically, they were saying, oh, there's nothing happening. They're not coming. They're not going to do this. Or or even if they do, you know, they're they will fight them and we will beat them. The Lord says, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. I'm going to wipe you out of your land. I'm going to remove you from your land. You can't defeat the Lord. And he's saying, make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. Understand that he's the one. Don't fear them. Don't fear the Assyrians. Fear the Lord. Recognize the Lord is doing this. The Lord is cleaning out uh, the people out of the land of Israel. Okay, that's what he was doing at that point to get us to this point in this day where we are not only, not only do we recoil at such a thing, but we are willing to fight them no matter what they say or do. Okay, that we would have to get to the point where we would have the courage to stand up and fight the Satan worshipers. Okay. And so that's what he's saying. Don't call everything a conspiracy. Oh, what they're saying is, oh, they're not going to do anything. Or even if they do, we're going to win. Okay. We'll defeat them. He said, nope. You will not. You will not defeat them. That's what this passage is about. Okay. So for those of you who are, <coughs> what you know, what is this? Don't call everything a conspiracy. Basically, like, oh, you people, you fighters who are fighting, you know, with Q, you say everything's a conspiracy. Don't you know? No. This is we. This is the Lord destroying the evildoers now. It's a, this is the day He's not punishing us anymore. He's going to punish them. And this is. All throughout the word of God, all throughout the word of God, that, that he would punish us for a while and then to get us straightened out and get this cleaned out of us. And then he would then he would turn and destroy, use us. We would work together with him to destroy these evildoers. I hope that's helpful for that passage. If you've heard anyone else talking about that. All right. Um, OK, so this girl has a question. Laura said, and I'm, I'm just going to take it as a serious question. She says, uh, uh, please tell me, if, as I've asked before, how do you come up with or decide that what you interpret of the Bible is not what we've been we've been taught? I believe we've been lied to on many things. But if you only believe some of the Bible is literal, then your theories don't line up with the word being true. There has never been private interpretation of the word. I love you, but I'm so curious how you came to these conclusions. So I hope that after you've heard me go into each of these things today, just some examples that tells you what I'm doing. I'm very skeptical of anything that's, you know, not from the Bible. I, I, I examine everything and I hold fast to only what is true. And I look at the, the, the passages and I, you can clearly see that it's, it's a lot of symbolic language. It's not that it's not literal. Literal is not opposite of symbolic. You know, this is literally going to happen. But these are symbols of the of, of what is going to happen. As in, I was saying there wasn't a sickle, a physical sickle. This is symbolic of the Lord cutting down these evildoers. The sooner or later, God will cut you down, right? So it's it's looking at the Bible, uh, the book of Revelation, and, and decoding the symbols, decoding what it's talking about. Because sure as the world, Revelation is going to happen. And there's no doubt about it. And it, the, 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 whatever the symbols are that the Lord has put in the, in the place, um, that, that's going to happen to them. And basically it's this, that we're rising up together. We've awakened and we're going to destroy those who have worked together, the beast, the false prophet and the harlot. And we're going to destroy them from uh, the earth so that they will not be able to destroy us. It's either them or us. So I hope that is helpful after having heard this, Laura. I hope you you see where I'm coming from, that you know, we've got to decode. You've got in order to understand the book of Revelation, you have to be able to understand what the symbols are. You have to be able to know the biblical astronomy. 
and you have to know the, the Hebrew festivals. And so most people don't look at it in that way, whether they're deceived or deceivers, I don't know. All right. So I hope that was helpful. Uh, you guys, I've got some other uh, things I want to show you super, super quick. And that is that um, Q had talked about this post right here. Goodness, this has been April 4th. Wow. Right when I started doing videos is when he posted this April 4th, 2018 post 10, 10. He talked about this. He said that it's a big, long post. I'll just read this portion. Chemicals are pushed for home use, cleaning, cancer, baby on the floor, puts the hands in the mouth, the start. And then also vaccines. He's saying that these, these, they have pushed they have pushed into our homes these cleaning products that literally cause us cancer. And it starts as a baby that when the, the mom cleans the floor, they think they're doing a good job. Yay, I'm getting my floor clean. And they, they, little do they know that their child is on the floor. They put their hands in their mouth and that's the beginning of cancer. Or it could be the your clothes that you wear every day that are cleaned with with toxins that cause cancer, cause people to be sick. Your dishes, you wash with something that makes you sick. Literally, they are doing this on purpose. And so he told us this, and the honest truth is, I read this post, but I didn't, I didn't take it seriously. And I think a lot, a lot of us, one of the girls on our, our, our training yesterday, our, our meeting that we had, which is more like a party, <coughs> Renee was saying the same thing. She was like, I, I didn't take it seriously. I was very careful about the foods that I eat and very, I eat very clean, but I hadn't really thought about all these chemicals that are killing. They're making us sick and making us die at a younger age. And you know, it even starts as when we're a baby. Okay. So we've got to really work hard to reverse all the effects that we've had all of our lives. So like all of this, you think, oh, yay, I'm using all this to clean. Do you realize it's they're give, intentionally, what he's saying is these are intentionally giving you cancer. Y'all realize that intentionally, these, these products are harming us. They're not, they're not cleaning, they're harming. Here's, here's all these. You think, oh, yay, I've got the, you know, everything's all nice and clean. Yeah, and it's killing you. It may look clean, but it's this, the, the, the off-gassing, the toxins are killing us. They're making us sick. And so that's why I'm so thankful that I found these wonderful things. My girlfriends, my wonderful team, Melly, we have discovered this and we are working hard to help everybody get off of this crap, <laughs> all this evil toxins that are hurting us. And so that we had so such a fun time yesterday talking about it because they get to talk to you guys. And so many of you guys have called in, uh, have, have, have requested contact. And that's exactly what they're doing. When you go onto the boycott page, you click on this link and they will they will call you and they will tell you how. And I'm telling you, it will help you and your family to be well. I'm just very, very thankful for that. I'm thankful for team uh, team Melly, who is just and they are so sweet. They said that yesterday they said we just uh, love talking with Patriots. I just wanted you to know that they love talking with you guys. They are just they just like they said, we get to a chance to, to talk with Patriots because so many of us feel so isolated. They were like, there's no one in my family, no one I know who believes what I believe. And so it's it's it, they love it. They love getting to talk with you guys. And um, and also, I know you guys have really enjoyed having someone to talk to also. Um, and uh, and we're joining together as a team. And actually, I'm going to probably have uh, these very same kinds of meetings for all of us who join Team Melly, that we're all going to work together to take down this beast. And also uh, what I mean by beast is these this is we know johnson and johnson the, the jab hello there we know what they're doing 
so we're going to work together and probably have a, a, a video. So we all join together to, to do this. I think that would be so much fun. So I just love how we are continually taking this up a notch so that we are in every practical way. We're removing the money from them. We're taking we're, and we're putting making sure that we have what we need to pr protect our families. I just just like you told us to do. And also, um, I love, how, you know, prescribing life. It was just seeing people heal day after day after day. It's really, really exciting. All right. So that's the page right here. Freedomforce.live slash uh, boycott boycott. Okay. There's the form right there that you would click on. All right. I think that's everything that I wanted to show you today. Let's get here and let's pray together. Thank you again, Lord. We praise you, Lord, that uh, you, your promise and your word is true. Your word is true. And so we just pray that you would help us to study and to understand, uh, just reveal. We can study all in the world, but Lord, you have to reveal to us. That's the only hope is for you to tell, guide us through this landmine, guide us through as we, so that we know what is true and, and, and we, we toss out what is wrong and help us just to put our trust in you. Uh, Lord, guide us on what we should use in our home for our family members. Guide us on what we can do to just um, to be part of what you are doing on the earth in this day. And Lord, we, whatever amount of time it's going to be, it's we're trying to piece it together, but we know some of this is disinformation. Some of this we're not really going to be able to understand understand until that until the end but until then we just help us to keep in here fighting help us to keep in here together help us to keep in here encouraging each other uh until we see uh this day as we see this day approaching as you said don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some but all the more as you see that day approaching we see the day approaching and so we i'm so thankful oh lord we're so thankful that you have gathered us together so use us to be part of uh of this great uh team that you have have, have gathered together so so that we can be um we can help others see how this is this is biblical and is great news i thank you we praise you we we give you all the praise because you are the king of the world and we pray all this in your great name king jesus amen all right guys i love you and i'm going to jet out of here and i will talk to you later